let me tell you, here's a good food tip. Always have some cranberry sauce in your pantry because you make something that I needs... I really thought you were going to say in your panties. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just really felt it going that direction. I'm sorry. Do you have cranberry sauce in your panties? You just have to see me. Gross. <laughs> Hey, this is Amrita and Andrew. We're on a podcast journey to find our way through freelance life. If you're thinking about taking a leap off the beaten path in any part of your life, our inexpert advice is don't think twice. Talking so long. It's it's been a long time since we've been in the saddle. Yeah, we should do a little. Cave and trill, my. Oh, Lord. My vocal exercises. Billy bought a bargain buying bully beef and bone. Okay. Doleful dick of deli dallies daily at the door. Remember that one? Filled him full of fury, found him flat upon the floor. There's it's A oh, through okay. Z. Oh yeah, okay. So so right now you so far you can remember <laughs> B through F. Yeah, this is seventh grade choir. For some reason this is what we did to warm up. The entire alphabet? Uh-huh. I mean I don't think we did the entire alphabet every day. I would be curious to know how the southern intonation Mary Mary's money (laughs) Mary Mary's money making many madly moan Mm -hmm. Billy bought a bargain by bully beef and bone I I think the daily daily doleful dicky daily 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 at the door (laughs) (laughs) found him full of fury found him flat up on the floor I wish I remembered the rest of them. I've tried to look them up online. I can't find them anywhere. Uh, maybe your choir teacher made them up. I don't think she did. Okay. Miss Harris Hoyerman. Wow. You have a... <laughs> See, so for somebody who like has like not that good of a memory yeah, about certain like things, like you have like a really sterling memory about... She was great. Other things. I remember people that I liked. <laughs> That's why I can name two teachers. <laughs> Sure. really sterling cheese platter i just want to say like i just feel really good about it because okay so one of the um we haven't talked we're, i mean we've talked we haven't talked on the air since quarantine began right but one of the one of the things that and to be clear we are quarantining together yeah so we are quarantining well, this isn't a zoom call so all alive. these, all, any awkward pause is just as you might have in real life. It's just our awkwardness <laughs> on display. Um, we're quarantined together. We're quarantine fam, mm-hmm. um, which I'm so grateful for. Me too. Um, every day. Like I, literally, I think that every day. I'm like, thank God. But uh, yeah, we're lucky. We both live alone. Right. I mean, so we've been through the whole range of emotions. I, this all started with the cheese platter. I was just going to say that <laughs> yeah. one of the, one of the sort of lifestyle things that I think is great from, is having like a happy hour in your own, like cocktail hour, not happy hour, cocktail hour in your own. It's always, always happy hour when you're right. at home. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks are always two for one. Um, but uh, but like having cocktail hour at home where you have uh-huh. like some little nibbles yeah. and a drink and it's like pre-dinner you know you have you have some conversation you have some snacks like i feel like this is a this is a vestige of like the of like the 50s or something that like just if having it, it in your home that. Yeah, yeah i don't know that i just think it's like a nice thing to to bring back around but i agree for two reasons yeah one because it's pleasurable and two because i don't think we have enough 
uh, sort of traditions around like a weekday night and mm-hmm. just like regular life. Yeah, and so like routines. Like, like and make sure the kids do homework and have your dinner and then like sit down and watch TV for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Instead, you have your cocktail hour, whether or not it's alcohol or whether or not right. it's, you know, it doesn't need to be anything. But just, It's more the ritual of having having the time, yeah. having like sitting down, having adult conversation, like whatever. And also, you know, anything, I guess maybe it's just like having something that like, is, that does like define time periods in the day is also helpful. Because, no, because like I know I mean, where you're going with this. Yeah, well, this there's time just quarantine. There's where... just so much to talk about about quarantining and about yeah. like it's just. I mean, we've been through the ringer on maybe every single possible human emotion in the spectrum that like some of which I didn't even know about until now. And like I I was having this like big like gratitude moment when I was over at your place the other day. Like I don't even mm-hmm. know when it was. Couple days ago. Yeah. And you were just like, yeah, you know, life is really sweet. I mean, it's not, but I, you know, I have this apartment. Mm-hmm. I have you. I have, you know. You're healthy. You're safe. You have yeah, the resources you need to feed yourself. And- yeah. And plus, like, we spent that day doing a puzzle and listening to, like, like easy yeah, like adult contemporary radio. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, yeah. Tom Petty, and a puzzle. <laughs> and a puzzle, which is a pro tip, by wine. the way. People break out a puzzle if you want to feel like you're on vacation, even at home. It was incredible. I felt transported because I think I would forget. I would be working the puzzle, and I'm like, "Is everyone out at the pool? Where is everyone? <laughs> Are they at the beach? You know, it's just like such a vacation activity. Activity. Yeah, I don't ever do like puzzles. Just at no. home no yeah, it was really that was a treat um so it was a good day but like there are good days and then there are bad days and there are all kinds of things in between but sometimes you sleep so late there's only a night it's just night oh, most, into day, night. most days so the that's part of part one thing that's happened is i have become like fully nocturnal mm-hmm. and sort of my most regular like sleep occurs from like 3 a.m to like 11 a.m. ish um most days i don't get out of bed even if i'm awake i won't get out of my bed physically before 11 for nearly any reason (laughs) (laughs) sometimes and how do you feel about this i mean you and i aren't morning people in general so it's not like it's not like i know you don't miss the morning but um i i have a lot of guilt if i stay in just self-imposed you know like if i stay in bed too well, long i think i mean i, I you know I, there i <laughs> which i'm trying to shed myself of yes you are you are um well there's nothing to feel guilty about because it's like again we are we're just entering so many different like m- modes of being that like what does it mean to be productive and we've talked about this before it's like oftentimes it's like productive is defined by how much money you made for somebody else Mm -hmm. and we don't have like a lot of the measures of what productive even looks like anymore um you know we've as freelancers like pretty much lost all of our planned revenue Mm -hmm. for the year Mm -hmm. um which is both like i mean obviously it's a bad thing but it's like strangely liberating in a weird way I'm i'm not worried i'm not worried either which is like very weird for me (laughs) yeah um i yeah i mean it's just like 
okay, let's just let's just like clear the table. Let's just throw all the dishes off. Let's you know? just sweep everything clear and see what happens. Um, what was I? What was I saying though? Oh, about the morning. Yeah. Uh, do I feel guilty about the morning? Um, yeah. I mean, I do feel a little bit guilty about it. Um, even though there's nothing, there's often nothing to like really. You know, I, I, yeah. No. No. Like. like legitimately yeah. like um i mean i still am working my day job mm-hmm. um, for just a little bit for just a little bit longer, longer i'm almost done um which is crazy because like i mean we i've said this many times but it, it, it on one hand it's like are you crazy like leaving your day job like during a financial crisis slash jobs crisis or whatever but I think um for me there's been this sort of like almost there needs to be a positive word for nihilism (laughs) (laughs) there's been this sort of sense of like you know the um the illusion that that there's order in the world Uh has been sort of like really late like stripped away by all this and it's like well, you could go one of two directions. Yeah, yeah, but I guess where I where I'm on it right now is like the, the you know we had taken so many steps so carefully, so painstakingly planned yeah. of how to balance like the career and the creative and and the financial and the, and the financial and all these considerations and just like I mean we're we are such planners, you know, and and I'm very risk averse, even I think more so in a lot of ways than you are, and like. So it's just been this like really this calculus like I can game the system mm-hmm. and then it's like oh shit there is no system right. what am I gaming here I mean we knew that all along but even still no I know yeah but it's it's become so much clearer even yeah through all this where it's like you know the all these carefully laid plans and you know this is gonna sound terrible but it's like okay I I, went, I was so careful I was so cautious why why for what like what do I have to show for all that caution now basically zero so like what was the point of me i mean you know again i wouldn't do things differently right that's not what you're saying but um but it's sort of this realization that it's like well why not why not now why not just make that leap and and um why is now a worse time than than on any other to to just like be fully devoted on the creative career right. track and mm-hmm. just like really try to make that happen because like as we've seen even people who have the most carefully laid out career plans and security plans um, have gotten completely blown up and careers have been derailed and and reimagined and mm-hmm. redefined and blown up like by all this so Why wait? What, yeah. is there to wait? what is there to wait, wait right. for and wait through? Right, right. So um, so it feels really good. I'm really excited to be um, sort of 100% free. from yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. It feels like really wild. Like it feels... And that's just right around the corner. Yeah. Um, in a week. In a, in a, in a week. In a can week. you believe it? I, I can believe it and I'm excited for you. Um, to come over to my side. I'm excited. I'm excited for us. Like I'm excited for our plans. Just clearing to... the decks completely, making room and space for whatever, Whatever's whatever next. happens. Yeah. And uh, which can just be in like so many directions. You know, like we right. are. Our hopes are, of course, that like 
we're going to sell this concept that yeah. we've been working on and we're going to like make a pilot and we're yeah. going to go film it. But like there's, there's, that's just one among many of the positive tracks that could happen. Right. You know, like even like there may be even like best case scenarios that we, we can't even conceive of yet. Um, you know, that's hard to stay open to, but it is, uh, it's such a truth. Well, I know. I mean, I, I, I'm focused on what I want and what we want. No, I agree though that, that it's like, it's, you know, it's one thing to, to hope for something. It's another thing to, like, set your expectations somewhere just to be disappointed. Um, or, and, and not to maintain, what am I trying to say? Staying open to, to possibilities well, that we might even be talk- better than, than we could have even imagine. Right. I mean, I, we were just talking about some something related where you you asked me when we were doing this jigsaw puzzle because clearly we were transported to a vacation mode and like old person mode <laughs> that you asked me something about like what do you regret about your being 20s. in your 20s and um the thing that you said or not to <laughs> scoop what you said but like that um you're like well just kind of wish that i had been more appreciative in every moment of like where exactly i was i think part of yeah. carrying that lesson forward right now is well is a our extreme privilege of being able to use this time as a time to like to fill up our creative reservoirs like right. we're building up all of our material we can um get a bunch of you know writing done and get sort of like learn some new things mm-hmm. like you know write more ha- create more have all this stuff ready to go and like sort of prepare all of our material so there, that's that's one part of it but also just kind of like appreciating how things unfold like we have a very clear path of what we want to have happen with this um this tv pilot that we're yeah. working on but um and that's the goal that's the that's the plan um but staying open to and being able to be appreciative of if it if it takes a slightly different yeah format or like or if it leads to something else that we weren't expecting and um you know that there's just like that those are those can all be like really good things also um even if because like i think i've spent i i would echo you in that like i spent time being disappointed about things that weren't really like worthy of being disappointed about they were actually just like something else something new something different and it just because it didn't maybe exactly take the the shape that i had you know schemed out we all spend so much time in that in that land of like <laughs> disappointment over expectations and, and unable to see like what's happening in front of your face and like only in retrospect you're like oh if i hadn't oh i wish i didn't do that thing but if i hadn't done that thing then i wouldn't have met that person right. or i wouldn't have ended up where i am or i wouldn't have you know all those things and it's much easier to to yeah. look back on it and so to know that but then to get through enough of your life to know that chances are you're going to look back on the present moment that you're in and think the same thing right then at some point you can change 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 the way you're thinking about in it the present in the moment. present right right and just being like i'm not smarter than i'm not smarter than the future mm-hmm. and i'm not smarter than the present right and i don't can't see beyond my own nose <laughs> and to know that Remember is that, really yeah. freeing yeah, to yeah, know yeah. that i'd be like i don't and and you know, in quarantine, and, and to your point, we are very lucky to be in the circumstance that we're in. And I know there's a lot of terrible things happening in the world, although there are always terrible things happening in the Correct. world. <laughs> but there is a terrible thing happening in the world. But I, 
do I have uh, found a level of real like gratitude and mm-hmm. my days are are pretty delightful and that maybe that sounds so bad in a, in a dark time no 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 but I'm um but uh yeah just like you know I, there are so many times so the apartment i live in has like a bay window mm-hmm. with a chair that's 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 situated in front yeah. of it in my living room yeah. that um it's my chair and it's a perfect it's a perfect location just to sit and watch the street scene go by amrita's <laughs> made fun of me several times no i was just thinking that like okay so your your mom dragged you publicly on facebook which is even more savage because you're not actually on facebook mm-hmm. Um, about like you having texted her about some like mundane thing about the, yeah. the the well we won't get into we don't have to get into it on the air it's, it's you have to kind of see it to understand it right. anyway but because a, you saw it and you understood the fact you did, became did. fascinated I, I, well I did understand I did understand where you're coming at. it was anyway there's a there's a man who has a very haphazard lawn mowing strategy across the street um, anyway so you were I'm sorry you were saying that there's a beauty to your days in quarantine in a in a strange way yeah 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 that you've gotten you have been observant of the like sort of quiet rhythms of your neighborhood which is really satisfying to to watch mm-hmm. the, the the people walk their dogs at the same time each day the drug dealer the drug dealer in their whips. where he where his drop off points are. Mm-hmm. You know, just all sorts of... I've seen two music videos filmed on my street. Right, right. Because there are a lot of, like, sort of... Up-and-coming um, artists Struggling, in starving artists live in your neighborhood. You know, there's a church. There's a church across the street from me, so it has a lot of... Um, for, for a city, it has a big yard. Mm. And wildflowers grow. It has a grow. huge yard, actually, yeah. for a city church. Uh, and because it's a church and a school, and it has um, wildflowers that grow through the fence. And so just so many people stop and put their hands in the fence to grab a bouquet of wildflowers uh-huh. on their way home and that's really you sweet. know you're getting a little taste of kind of like a like a small town country living vibe here yeah. in Crown yeah. Heights yeah. like in uh, it's crazy in anyway. kind of the epicenter of the of the epidemic I know kind of right yeah I mean I think the rhythm of my life is a little bit different like here at my apartment just because I live on a much bigger thoroughfare and much higher up, and much higher up. So I don't, I don't really have that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think, um, I do feel a little bit of guilt about staying. Like, I'm trying to balance. I'm trying to find this balance of being like, oh, I'm allowed to treat myself because these are extraordinary times, and mm-hmm. therefore, like, I'm allowed to, like, if I'm, if I'm upright and I'm breathing and I'm not hurting anybody else, I'm not getting anybody else sick, then I'm doing my job. That's all I need to do right in this time. And so, like, I vacillate between being sort of, like, self-congratulatory about just, like, existing um, <laughs> and versus being, like, oh, like, what I'm, like, what, it's, like, 1230 and I haven't got out of bed and I haven't, like, worked out. I know. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a little bit more complicated for me because I, my personality type is what I'm very given to, um, I don't want to say sloth, but but I do I do have like a very like I have an extreme love of like sort of luxuriating and pampering luxuriating myself. Luxuriating definitely and like, that's the word. Like I think it's thrown into especially sharp relief because like you are someone who's so prone to like self denial yep. and like um 
being really restrictive with yourself yes. and being restrictive about like pleasure and like you're like oh i'm just taking cold showers now very austere for like austere no that's, that's for no reason real reason yeah yeah because yeah, there's some like thing about the sort of rigor of self-discipline that like does something for yep. you, you yep. mentally um whereas for me i'm kind of the exact opposite where i'm like yes all the plush fabrics <laughs> and the and like the soaks in the tub and like all the senses and like all you know yeah he's like very like sort of i, I can really wallow in that type of stuff mm-hmm. like sensual like not you know not, yeah. not in like a sexual way but you know what I mean? no like no sen- no like sensory just all the pleasurable sensual so things, yeah. yeah so like it kind of feels like i'm i want to figure out how much of that is like <laughs> because it's like am i just like giving myself a free pass because it's like quarantine or like is it actually just okay for me to like luxuriate well i mean <laughs> i mean the you do have to step back and realize that you do maintain a job that you get all your stuff done mm-hmm. you do we do have all of our stuff on the side that you also have gotten done. Right, 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 right. It's not, no, like, it's not, like, it's not just... like I'm non-functional or anything. Like but I'm you might like... be doing it from bed. <laughs> yes, sometimes I am. Sometimes I am. But I will say that the, the sort of rise of the video conferencing thing makes it so that I at least, like, I'm upright, wearing a shirt, and, like, on the couch, which right. is, like, more than I can say. A lot of the time. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so... So yeah, the rhythm of life is very weird though, and um, I have been trying to get outside every day, and sometimes that's more stressful than it is beneficial. Yeah, yeah. Walking in the city is stressful now. Yeah. I can't imagine, and I mean, you've noticed this in my neighborhood. It's it's very oh my, my neighborhood is very busy. My, I don't know gives if it's just hives. a density I don't thing. Know. I don't know because my neighborhood versus your neighborhood has has more. High-rise apartment buildings, mid-rise apartment buildings particularly. Just high-occupancy buildings in general. High-occupancy mm-hmm. buildings. Um, so there's always people in the street, and it's just... And the streets are not... The sidewalks aren't particularly uh, wide mm-hmm. anywhere, really, in Brooklyn. Um, so it's just, like, dodging people, dodging dogs, dodging... And there's, like, a lot of young families. Yeah. And, gosh, and like, it's just, like, taking up some space like with double-wide strollers. And, then, and uh, you know, the other, and when I was walking over here... I crossed the street to get away from a mom and her child who has those, you know, those bikes that don't have any pedals. It's just like, it's just a piece of wood. Yeah, and balance two, bike. I okay. I don't know who created those, but well, because they use their feet, right? Yeah. It's supposed to. It's it's like supposed to be for like toddlers who are too small to to like so that right. they learn. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't support it. Okay. So I cross the street to get Fast away from it. Fast forward to when you have a toddler and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. Like, yeah. That goes to, basically, that goes without saying. Like, anything I ever say <laughs> Is will totally change once in that circumstance. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I cross the street to get away from them because this kid was, you know, young and just like weaving, mm-hmm. um, sweeving, as I used to say. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, and. Cross the street only to run into another mom and bike <laughs> situation. Same, like three year old on a bike, the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is this is too much. This is and and um, everywhere you go, there somebody is." So living in the city is is, is stressful now. Going out it for is, a walk, it is, yeah, and like and of course, like everybody, especially now that the weather's getting nicer, and we've also been under these restrictions for over two months, if you can believe it. Um, we crossed that milestone and um like you know people's level of compliance is so variant that um you know like we were talking about this we've kind of like abandoned our need to like be in like 
to monitor what other people are doing because yeah. it's like okay some people are like most people i would say most people in new york are being very respectful wearing mm-hmm. wearing masks keeping their distance like being pretty aware because in general new york city people tend to have better spatial awareness and yeah. how much space they're taking you up just have to you just have to or if you don't you'll be told yeah <laughs> you'll be told <laughs> you'll be told you may be physically moved yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so so i think that that's to our benefit and that people are, are yeah for the most part pretty aware not everybody some people are like shockingly unaware shockingly unaware. um but um but with that said of course there are people who are like choosing not to follow restrictions and whatever and it's like i gave up at a certain point about like trying about getting like worked up about it because yeah. it's like if i'm gonna be worked up about it then i'm just gonna be fucking stressed out all the time Everywhere. like i won't be yeah. able to go anywhere yeah. so like now i'm just like okay just remember that my purpose is to not get other people sick mm-hmm. like if i'm doing that then that's all i can do and if i get sick like luckily like we're in a lower risk demographic Mm -hmm. i mean it would be really really shitty to get sick but for me it's not gonna be the end of the world so all i can do is make sure that i'm not the cause of anybody else's suffering and what other whatever other people are gonna do they're gonna do and i'll just do my best of you know so yeah anyway that's that's just how it has to be otherwise (laughs) you're just gonna go completely crazy things to talk about things to bring to the people bring to the table uh and the number one thing is the foot peel uh, yeah okay so let's set it up people the foot peel is much like a face mask but for your foot okay <laughs> following yeah so it's a sock that you get you slip your foot it's like a plastic sock a plastic sock filled with lotion it's basically filled a plastic sock filled with lotion. with lotion and so it feels very strange but you put it on your foot and you keep it there for what an hour 45 minutes two hours Something um, between minutes, 15 minutes and three days. <laughs> then, okay. <laughs> and, uh, so we did this uh, at this month point. It was a month ago. It was, yeah. Yeah. So Amrita and I, uh, you had, so Amrita had two, two um, pairs. So I, bu- I, I bought a, a, it was a two pack. It was okay. one package, but it had two pairs. I mean, and just to be clear, it wasn't like we did one foot each. We both, we each had a pair. <laughs> we each had a that pair. That would have made the situation even grosser. That would have been. Okay, so, so um, yeah, so there were two pairs inside there, and so I was like, you know what? This is going to be a great activity for quarantine. Uh-huh. My friend, Carrie, yes. had, had been texting me about how this was like a life-changing experience for her, and I was like, I've never heard of a foot peel, and I don't know what you're saying, and I'm going to ignore it. But then, ultimately- You know what I've never heard? What? Someone so committed to something. <laughs> Carrie you know was convinced. I wish you all for someone to feel about you the way that Carrie feels about this that foot peel. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> so she was so convincing about the merits of the foot peel that I was like, you know what? I am going to invest. And let me tell you what, people. This is not a cheap investment. Really? It is not. The, How the, much do I owe you? Fifteen so the, bucks. <laughs> the creme de la creme of foot peels is called baby foot. Now I refuse to invest in baby foot because a single pair of baby feet <laughs> <laughs> grows. 
Um, it's twenty five dollars. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got. I will take this moment to point out that neither Umbrella nor my neither are our yeah, neither nor neither nor our feet are not that dry. Just saying. Well, I mean, we don't ha- like. Yeah, we we don't have like super gnarly feet. Right. Um. And we haven't been using them very often and we haven't lately. Been, <laughs> we've been sitting on our duffers until 1 p.m. in bed yeah, yeah. all day. So, you know, our feet are lily soft. Yeah. No, no. Anyway, so so uh, the, 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 like, the brand is baby quite, foot. is baby foot. It's quite expensive. So I, of course, being a cheapskate, went for a slightly off brand. Yeah. Where I basically got two for the price of one. Okay. So, um, so I invited you over. It was like lavender scented, apparently, although it smelled like it smelled like it smelled shit. like it smelled like corrosive, like battery acid type of vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Which we would come to know how accurate, really, that um, comparison is. Um, so we put them on our feet. We put socks. I put. I think I put socks on. Yeah, put top socks of on. Them. Watched something. Watched something. TV. Watched some TV. Took them off. Took them off nothing happened and we were just like well they tell you that anything from five to ten days something um, like that yeah 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 later is when later is when you can expect to see or feel any results and nothing else needs to be done they they recommend soaking your feet in water Mm -hmm. if you would like to but you don't have to and they recommend against doing any sort of foot don't exfoliate your feet exfoliation okay so so you just let Three it days work. later, my feet are still just my feet. And I'm like, right. okay, nothing has happened. Nothing right. has happened. Meanwhile, and Carrie's texting like, what's happened? What's happened? Foot update. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the foot update. Um, that makes her sound <laughs> <laughs> like she's pervy. But no, no, it was just no, like really innocent. delightful. Wanted to, wanted to share. She couldn't wait till that moment. The moment of discovery began. for us. And we didn't know what we were, what we were, what we were up against. No. Like we didn't know what we were in for yeah and then all of a sudden it's a real slow burn there's no burning but (laughs) just so you know no pain all of a sudden it begins yours took longer than mine yes it did now when i tell you that you will lose your feet your entire foot your entire foot falls off your entire foot will fall off and inside that is a new foot (laughs) And not only will it fall off, it'll fall off in a matter of days, and you will leave remnants Trails. of it everywhere. Oh, my God. Okay, so so I guess, I, I hope we're painting the picture accurately, that this is a disgusting, this was disgusting. Yeah, because the sock, the sock, keep in mind, the sock covers not just the bottom of your foot, but also the top and, and all your ankles. toes and your ankles. Mm-hmm. So the entire, Anywhere entire it foot... Is shriveling that like skin. a snake coming out of its skin. It's exactly like it's exactly like if you look up on go on YouTube and look up a, a very large snake molting out of its skin, or maybe even a lizard. That, but it doesn't just come off in big sheets, really. Mm, Semi big sheets. Not like it's not like it's like a, a skin sock that uh, you well, take off. I, but I would wear a sock and I would get home and take the sock. And off. it was full of skin. And it was full of skin. Full of skin. <laughs> full so of dead gross. skin. No, I'm st- like I just need the people to know that this was very, very disgusting. It was very disgusting. I like at one time you were at my you were at my apartment on the couch. Not that I care, but <laughs> you were like, look at this, and you were just like peel. You just like peeling it off, just dropping it on the rug. <laughs> I cleaned it up. No, you did not vacuum, bitch. 
That's fine. I mean, it's fine. I don't care. Oh I don't care. I mean, I. I mean, at the same, my feet were also shedding. But after you left, you could see where your. Oh my god! Foot I'm so sorry. Bit. That's so disgusting. No, 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 oh, no, no. I'm no, so no, sorry. No. Ew, gross. Okay, so so you just move this really close. Um, the um. Yeah, so it was really gross. Your entire foot comes off. It takes days. And during that time, during that, just know that if you if you do one of these, make sure that, like, you know that your foot looks like it's, your feet look like they're diseased. For but they're not. Up to, like, like, I mine were shedding, like, a week and a half later. Oh, yeah. You're, you were, you it was, were a it late It was very slowly. <laughs> so just know that like you shouldn't like see somebody that you like want to have sex with within that like in that like window of time i mean unless like they're yeah i mean we're heading into sandals season so i would i would say let's start there just factor that in (laughs) i mean just (laughs) forget about the sex thing no no i mean sorry not if you're gonna wear sandals around town (laughs) not trying to make it about sex here i'm just saying (laughs) that your feet look revolting for the period of time until they Im- emerge from the cocoon of their skin, right. of their own skin. Right. And, but I think ultimately for me, and I think be- because, you know, you prefaced this nicely by saying that neither of us had super gnarly feet to begin with, that I would say that basically ultimately I'm back where I started me at too. this point. Um, it was soft. I will admit that my feet were soft. I mean, after like eight days of like, just the most revolting feeling of like your skin coming off um i mean again not painfully just weird it's just weird sensation um and then i was like okay my feet are soft but but what i what and i'll ask you this question do you feel that it was worth it in the end uh for me personally yes for you personally, it is not worth it because i have soft feet in general, <laughs> pretty soft feet. I don't think I have. For someone, if it's uncomfortable, if you have, if you have dry feet, mm-hmm. and I have been Calluses. told that it can be uncomfortable mm-hmm. to have dry feet, I've mm-hmm. never experienced that problem. Um, but if oh, you I do, have. this would be this would be a really nice solution. I mean, the thing is, I think it's really good for people. I think it's a good thing that exists in the world, and I'm also delighted by the joy that it brings to. I would also Carrie. give it five stars. If I was rating it on Amazon, I'd give it five stars. Oh, it did the job that it was supposed to I do. I don't need it. Right. But it's still five star. Right. Oh, it's a five star product for yeah. sure. But it is a uniquely quarantine experience in that I'm glad that you were the only person who really had to witness my feet and that I could also quarantine with a person that I could be like, oh my God, look at how I have a sock full of skin. Yeah. And, you and then like, shake it out of my Another thing that I definitely want to cover about pandemic times is nature and how nature <laughs> takes, you know, nature finds its way and takes its nature, course. Uh-huh. So and people all over the world, all over the country, all over the world have been um, posting about how these like sort of charming things about how now that all the people are indoors, right, right. like wildlife is like reclaiming right. its rightful place and i mean even even friends like and acquaintances of ours who are like in new jersey Mm -hmm. it's like oh like you know there's like 
foxes and like you know whatever deer whatever it's like, oh it's so like bucolic and charming now in new york city this takes a very different shape mm-hmm. so i was walking to come over to your place mm-hmm. um and and i was on this this avenue that's normally kind of a no, it would normally be a thoroughfare for lots like lots of a traffic yeah it's We're a that, commercial avenue. A commercial avenue, lots of storefronts and things like this. So um, I am walking down the street and, okay, we have lived in New York. This is our 13th year living right. in New York. 12 and a half years we've been here. So when I tell you I saw a rat like I have never seen before in my life, I hope you understand how significant We're talking about size? Uh, in every possible way. This he had a, a top rat. hat. This was a rat unlike a cane. any rat. You make him seem very debonair. <laughs> he was like a flesh-eating zombie. I mean, this rat was of a size that is like indescribable. Indescribable. I mean, and you and I have seen some things yes. in the city. We've yep. seen some things. We've seen in some In my shit. apartment. There was a rat in your house. I mean, we've seen some shit. I have never seen anything like this rat. Now, have you you seen The Princess Bride? Yes. Okay, so you know that, that that part where they're in they're like going through the forest and then he goes, Rodents of unusual size? Frankly, I don't think they exist. And then like a giant rodent like a yeah. giant rodent leaps out at him. It was that. It was that. <laughs> I mean it was it was huge. It and was, it was just on the sidewalk. It was like sort of um um not piebald, um like like um uh mangy. Like mm-hmm. you could see its pink skin on its oh, legs and some no. in some parts. Oh. Ooh. And it was just walking down the sidewalk like it was a fucking Paris uh, runway. Walking down the middle see, of the fucking sidewalk. That is what's most... I mean, the whole thing is terrible. I mean, like a, a rat of a certain size is like <laughs> terrible. But when they act in a way that isn't mm-hmm. normal, just like a rabbit animal in anywhere. So I was walking similarly back home from your place. Because thankfully we live a, a half hour walk mm-hmm. um, from each other, and not a rat, but a mouse was just ca- walked, kind of came out onto the sidewalk. Average size mouse, but an average size mouse is you know nothing mm-hmm. like a rat. Right, right, right. Um, so I wasn't like scared, startled, or anything. This mouse just came out, walked. We walked together. Three blocks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On the on a sidewalk. Oh, I like that you said together. The mouse, I uh, shit you not, stopped at the crosswalks, and then kept walking. What? Three blocks. What? And then I was going straight, and then the the mouse turned <gasps> on the sidewalk, just like it was going to like another mouse's house. Okay, I I'm gonna say something crazy. It was cute. No, I don't think it was a mouse. I think it was a person who <laughs> had been wit- witchcraft, like like a witch cast a spell Honey, I on them, the kids sort of and situation. was turned into a mouse. And they were just trying to go because about I stopped because I stopped. That's not in natural. Such confusion because it stayed in the middle of the sidewalk, and it didn't dart out into the street at any point. It only crossed the street when the sidewalk ended. Mm-hmm. It was very confusing. Yeah. It was very civilized, I should say. <laughs> well, I like that it like wanted your company. Yeah, we just walked. 
and and it, um woman was walking your dog and she actually she like pointed at us because it was funny like because well her dog started chasing the, the mouse yeah she didn't yeah you know but anyway. anyway that poor person who got chased by the dog like while they're in mouse form i hope <laughs> that they find i hope that they find like a benevolent witch that that helps turn them back yeah so i i um so anyway, nature does nature take its is, way. Nature is, uh, yeah, taking it's over here in New York in a, in, a, in a New York kind of way. This is a good discussion okay, that right. we need to have. We need to all come to Jesus on this. Mm. We need to have, it is time for a national conversation. <laughs> So whenever you go to the dentist, the orthodontist, more seriously, when you go to the doctor and you have to be put under full, full anesthesia, uh, particularly if you're a child or an adolescent, they try to make the experience better by offering you different flavors. Mm-hmm. Of- you might not even know this, actually, if you're an adult who's gone under full anesthesia, but I did a lot of surgeries as a kid. Right. And for pediatric anesthesiology, at least back in the, you know late 80s. 80s early 90s they would offer you a full complement of flavors for yeah. your general anesthesia now you have to abandon the idea that these flavors have any correlation to their real life counterpart right. but with that said um you drag me i mean you drag me constantly about my flavor choices about like seltzers um and things like yeah, that yeah yeah i love you but you have trash taste. yeah you were like you were like you really showing your trash roots by um the wanting- things that you you go into a bodega and you buy the I just don't think there's anything wrong with black cherry seltzer or pomegranate. Um, the pomegranate. What's the one? What's that one? It's like pomegranate it's something. Like, if it's like combinations of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like it's black like, cherry pomegranate. Yeah, right. What, what do you mean? You think that's weird? Yeah. I just don't In what that. world does a black cherry grow close to a pomegranate? <laughs> yeah, but that's the beauty of being a human is that you can combine things that wouldn't happen. I just feel it's very irresponsible to in order to like do that like the carbon <laughs> footprint you would have to leave you know you if have that's to think luxury, about these things baby. <laughs> oh so God, the eye roll I just got for that was epic so I think you know uh it's the amount of options you have when you're choosing also similarly when you get um orthodontics and they have to yeah. take casts of your teeth oh I've never done they that. will you know, you they'll give you like a hundred flavors, fifty flavors, whatever the flavors Jesus. are. Jesus, bubble gum. Okay, that's disgusting. Okay, this is oh, a woman who teeth cleaning. I they yeah. offered they made they gave me one time as a kid bubble gum flavored, and I threw up on the dental hygienist. I think it's vile. I had eaten a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I threw it up all over her. Like a uh, bubble gum toothpaste. Yeah, when they do that thing, yeah, like yeah, polishing yeah. your teeth. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. I mean, just just give me mint. Like, what were you thinking? It was a Anyway. Give me men or give me death. Yeah, right. So, so when I was when I went under general anesthesia as, as a child, I chose one time. I chose cherry. It was the wrong. It was the wrong choice. It was vile. Cherry is always the wrong choice. It was. It was wrong. And but I. Uh, but what you shocked me by saying was, I was like, well, the, one of the options was root beer, and I remember thinking that was the most disgusting thing ever. And you're like, no, you should have chosen root beer. So now I'm like thinking back on my whole life, like all, dating all the way back from like, when I was four years old. Don't second guess yourself. And I was like, oh my god, I should have chosen root beer. I feel like root beer makes a lot of sense to me <laughs> as as an anesthetic uh, flavor. Because it has kind of like an herbal quality to it. 
Yeah, exactly. But meanwhile, your ginger ale would be a good one. That you chose grape. Okay, I didn't say that I had any taste either. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're so cute and sheepish right now. You know, I made mistakes too. We've all made mistakes. We all made mistakes. Let me tell you, grape is not a good choice. So so what's the good choice? What's the choice? So obviously we can all stay in the spearmint, mint, peppermint family Mm -hmm. if you want to. If you want to be really boring and square. Okay. Um, but if, but I just, this is like, come on, man. Like, what about, what about, like, should they make cocktail flavored ones like pina colada? Like, I would get an, I feel like they do have pina colada. I would totally get down on a pina colada. I feel like a ginger ale is a good option. Uh huh. I feel like ginger is good because it, it, it's sharp, it's pungent. It uh, settles your stomach Mm -hmm. like real ginger does. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe, uh, Kind of akin to the Garcia effect, which is a psychological I'm theory. With the Garcia uh, effect. You know, well, someone didn't take psychology 101 in college, <laughs> I see. I did not. I did not. Garcia effect is essentially when you eat something that turns your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe the psychologist who did this was Dr. Garcia, Garcia had, uh, I think. I think he might have had an oyster, a bad oyster, and then he got sick. Okay. Or something like that. You could look it up yourself. Uh, and then he formulated this theory that then the body remembered that oh, flavor so that, profile. Right, so then you, you feel sick about so it. So then you have an aversion to it because it made you sick previously. That's smart, though. That's just That just seems like it's good. Sorry, right. wow. There's a lot more wine so in this bottle. So using that, there. extending that. But in an opposite direction where your body isn't made sick by something, but your body is remedied or made oh, better by the Oh, wow. Look at you, you applying ginger, psychology 101. And then principle. maybe the ginger would make you feel good. But I don't I don't know how many you know, kids you get remember, down with ginger. You remember that your body responded to Your body well to associates it with something that soothes the stomach and soothes oh. the body. That's wow. anti-inflammatory. You know, that is weirdly sound. Uh, weirdly just, sound logic just a theory yeah i'm with you i'm trying to think of other fun flavors <laughs> like what like why don't we have we exp- i mean this guacamole yes savory flavors <laughs> yeah like sriracha like cranberry cranberry is not savory <laughs> i mean around thanksgiving if you're getting your braces in don't you want like, like a wait, cranberry and like potato a thanksgiving <laughs> like stuffing cranberries snozberries <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, there could be a lot of creative flavors, or maybe it's like a whole thing where you like you get to design your own flavor, like like your own personal last meal that you could be like, I want it to be like steak and potatoes, yeah. tiramisu for dessert. People would be I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so disgusting. <laughs> pleasures that i've been um enjoying essentially every day during the quarantine is uh the radio just the good old-fashioned radio and when i say good old-fashioned radio of course i do mean internet radio (laughs) (laughs) because i don't have a good old-fashioned radio but um there is and i think it's worth a reminder that sometimes not curating your own life can be really, really freeing and nice. Yes. 
Um, I couldn't agree more. I think that you and I both have like a really particular relationship to music, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, maybe not obviously, but uh, it is like important to me to almost always like I'm I'm deliberate about when I have music playing, but I often, more often than not, have music playing. Right. Like, and um, and we both, as <laughs> mentioned earlier, are a little bit of control freaks about mm-hmm. our lives. Um, about a lot of things and um i think and i mentioned this when you brought this up the other day that i think a big interesting thing about quarantine and all these restrictions that are imposed on us is about like control and order and like where can we impose control where is it empowering to have control and where is it empowering to actually relinquish control over Mm -hmm. something i know this sounds like a really like maybe like overthinking about something really minor but for me the radio is like something that is a huge relief for me to relinquish control over well it's just not minor in our lives because it takes you know and i'm sure plenty of people like being at home all day right but even in our regular life before quarantine music is always on music is always on and then and there's something about you know and there's a lot more time at home and yeah and it's like when it's like my own list i'm like kind of evaluating as i'm listening to it in a weird way uh-huh where i'm right. like oh maybe this is, doesn't actually really fit with this this playlist or something or or like i'll want to skip it because i know that there's something else in the queue and i can and you know on spotify you can look even if you excuse me even if you have it on shuffle you can see you what can the go queue, and yeah, go yeah. to the queue and see what else, what everything's that's going to come up in the shuffle and then you can be like well am i going to want to hear um this particular paul simon song in, in 15 minutes like that level of curation is like something that i actually don't want right and i don't need and i would say there's something there's like a so there's the radio first of all curating curating the music for you which if you're listening to and it's i mean we're in such a nice time the internet age (laughs) where you can tune into live radio that's being broadcast Mm -hmm. on the other side of the country Mm -hmm. other side of the world really for that matter Mm -hmm. um so someone's curating although fewer of them like rap radio free berlin yeah that was a good one too especially since there were six hours anyway um, Six hours ahead, so they were already in, in party like the time. middle of the night and yeah. like three in the morning while you're at six p.m. Oh, or whatever. Their three in the yeah. morning stuff was so fucking good. Um, but uh, so so you can tune in anywhere. Someone else is curating the music. If you're oftentimes they're like throwing in new stuff that you've never mm-hmm. heard, which is and then throwing stuff that you've like, which is unfortunately a thing that you can't playlist. do playlist. You can't do on Spotify that easily. The algorithms are just so imperfect that, well, it, it caters to things that it thinks that you're going to want to hear. Right. And what I actually want to hear is the thing that I don't know that I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then on top of all of that, uh, at regular intervals, you'll have like a real human come on and just mm-hmm. say something. You know, well, and in nice. a real radio station, they're they're taking a few minutes to say, you know, who they who they are, where they're oh, broadcasting from. You know, and it's really funny if you're listening to a radio station <clears throat> in another part of the country. You know, if you're listening to KEXP in Seattle and they're like, oh, it's a rainy day here. I hope you guys mm. are staying dry. You know, it'll be like really sunny in New York. And there's something about that for, to me. It's just like, oh, there's right now in another part of the world. Like it's a just like a minor thing is happening. Check. Yeah. yeah. And this person yeah. is like, you know, I It's the same effect today. of being in the city like w- that I really value of like remembering that uh, m- that 
while I'm the center of my own universe and that's how I like it <laughs> yeah. that everyone is the center of their own you know you go out in the street and there's like yeah. thousands of people that you see and like they're all going through their own their microcosm of suffering and joy and like whatever and like yeah. that's like I, I think if I lived in a super small town like that the absence of that would be for me personally just I wouldn't be able to cope with that with that and so like it's like that it's like that sort of factor on the radio yeah. of being like, oh, there's like a different place. And even. they'll say like, oh, we have a few requests for some things. We're going to play those in the next half hour. And, you know, Top 40 radio is one thing. I think that's a, a, a different beast. You know, there are a waning number of real independent radio stations. And like, I mean, uh, my favorite personally, like I listen to a lot of KXP. Yeah. And I really like it because actually because of the time difference too, they're three hours behind. So yeah. when I'm... You know, if it's like nine or ten in the morning and it's like six in the morning there, yeah. they're playing some like ambient shit. Yeah. And that's where I am. Like I basically live on West Coast time except I'm on the East Coast. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> so like it's not that we're not morning people. We're just morning, we're just morning people, people for a different in time West zone. <laughs> in Hawaii. <laughs> so true. But but um so like they're really at my tempo usually with yeah. KEXP and yeah, so the thing that I don't like is, of course, you know, I don't like NPR News. So I'm ready. I don't like talk radio. I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's my. Great we've shame. probably talked about this already. NPR. Yeah, give it to me. Is totally soporific. It's like it's just the people with like the most boring voices. I can read. Listen, it. I hear you. I will say that you're a very bright person. Okay. Who, but. <laughs> who reads at a rapid speed, who computes and comprehends at a rapid speed, um, you know, retains at a rapid speed, not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> I retain only in zero. the sense that you'll read a book and then like turn around immediately and be like, forget What's it. This book about? Immediately like, forget I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I do the same thing. I have incredibly poor retention. I can read so, at lightning speed. So I'm and just, I don't I'm just anything. joking with no, you. No, no, you're, no. You're, you're, you're very bright. So I, 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 I understand. <laughs> I understand uh-huh. that quality. So continue. So I take that point that it is slow and deliberate. <coughs> Some might stay, you know, I think I think NPR does appeal to my personality type. It's sort of like austere and, and clean. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know. I just. Even for your news? No. So. Okay. I want to be able to speed read through the parts of the news that make me uncomfortable. That make you react? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, okay. You know what? I feel like I'm being <laughs> head shrunk right now and I don't appreciate it. So I feel like you're you're wanting something to make you, f- a feel news good. item to feel. Yeah. Instead of just to know. To know. And oh my god. You- Do, oh my god. You're like looking into my soul right now and it, I really don't appreciate it. I By the way, I'm not saying that NPR doesn't have its own its own bent, which it surely it does. does. I don't know. I don't know the answer to your question about why I like a podcast even sometimes super long form. Super yeah, no, long form. you have a lot of patience for uh, so it's surprise this is why I'm the, yeah, asking the because question. Because like like Cocaine and Rhinestones yeah. is like a podcast where this man will talk in the slowest and most deliberate way possible to I mean voice. he has written everything out and he's reading from a script reading from a script for like two hours yeah about Winona Judd yeah which I mean we should all to be fair <laughs> to be fair but 
yes, I will go all the way on that. Or like or season long arc that's just about like pyramid schemes right. or you know, and crime. you will listen to it intently and you will intently. take it in and will, you will process and it. And I will think about it and right, I'll right. about it, whatever. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, but I don't. Well, okay. So again, I sort of return to this point that you're a very smart person. Well, I, I think this is an extremely generous reading, by the way. But thank and you. the only reason I, <laughs> well, wait until I finish. <laughs> Uh, I think you're making some assumptions about I think the way you are listening to news is not the way a lot of people would listen to news I have a need and I want that someone else who is not me some imaginary person who's on some other side of a debate I don't care about that and you don't care about that person on the other side of the debate understand (laughs) and I'm like no but it's really important to me for that other person to understand that's very benevolent even though they are probably not listening to NPR to begin with. <laughs> you know what? I wasn't even going to point that out, but actually you just... You, you know, yeah. they're listening to Rush Limbaugh, okay. and I'm over here being like, you know what? That NPR w- uh, news, that that story was really balanced. <laughs> as, as, you know, you know, and you're like, that was really boring. And it's like, yes, it was boring, but it was balanced. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think this also speaks to our, just like our personality. Yes, you know? yes. Anyway, I'm a bad liberal, whatever, whatever. I No, you're you're not a bad anything. I just I just can't. I can't. There's only one bad thing, and that's anyone who's voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> and I'm sorry I held out judgment for three years. I know you did. You've been much more much more balanced. I've <laughs> I've fully arrived where all of you who are listening have always been. <laughs> No, I'm not saying I defended anything that Donald Trump never, ever did. Never. But, you know, I held out hope that there were just ignorant people. And now I've just decided that the world is full of idiots. Full of idiots. <laughs> Here's the news. Andrew Stevens reporting for NPR News. The latest from Washington. Everyone's a fucking idiot. Back to you, Lakshmi. <laughs> I can find no better place to wrap up than right there. Okay. Um, Let's go eat dinner. You can subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts and find us at vjandstevens.com. That's V-I-J-A-Y and Stevens with a P-H. We're working on some scripts and some fun new live projects. You can find us at vjandstevens on Instagram and our assistant Susan now tweets at memos from Susan.